I'm wearing my workout shoes today. I'm wearing sneakers, not my slippers. Do you want to see them again? Yes, please. Ooh, hot pink. <laughs> Looks great. Thanks. I um, bought them for our trip to Florida. That's right. Mm-hmm. Walk on the cobblestones of Hogsmeade mm-hmm. and not have sore feet afterwards. Tis true. I can't remember if I wore my tennis shoes because you know how I went on. Uh, strange confessions from Mary oh, Eggstead coming up. <laughs> I went on a walk. Um, my friends. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it'd be fun to walk um, from Fergus Falls, our home, to um, oh, where did we end up? St. Joseph. I don't even remember where we ended up. I think that's right though. So my friends took five days and walked a hundred miles, and I just joined them for three of the days and walked like fifty some miles. But I got oh, like twelve blisters. So gross. It was oh, I'm still recovering. Like my toenails are still no. growing out. <laughs> I know, sorry. But anyway, I was just wondering because on a trip to Florida, I was wearing shoes that gave me blisters on one of my practice runs, but I was fine. Like, I didn't have any blisters, and we walked all day. Hippogriff. So many hippogriffs. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes, like, I'll, like, look at the weather, and I'm like, hmm, evening hippogriff. That'd be nice right now. (laughs) Or, like, morning hippogriff. Like, if I'm tired at work, I'm like, I could go for a morning hippogriff. (laughs) Right? And a warm butterbeer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Now showing the All My Movies podcast. Please silence your cell phones and enjoy the show. Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Mary. And this is All My Movies podcast. What, what? We talk about Sandra Bullock's movies. So if you're just joining us, we've talked about... About five movies now. I think yes. we started with... We're going out of order. So we yeah. watched The Net, The Heat. Um, while you were uh, sleeping. While you were sleeping. That other one. <laughs> 28 Days. 28 Days. There we, we go. And like today five. we're how talking about done? The Lake House. <laughs> how do you not remember how many we've done? Like I don't know that we've done... This is five. This is five. So. Okay. Welcome to the fifth episode. The Lake House. The wonderful movie from 2006. Right. Saw this one in theaters, folks. <gasps> Did you now? Yep, me and my friend Katie. I forget how old we were, but we made like a double movie day out of it. We <laughs> went and saw Cars <laughs> and the Lake House. Ate at McDonald's and got some Cars Happy Meal toys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We drove an hour away to Mitchell to see this movie, like, and we went by ourselves. Like, it's a big Whoa. ordeal. That's amazing. Kind of like a rite of passage. Um, we usually do this part later, but you said Cars, so I want to do it now. Cars was number one in the box office that weekend. Mm. That's it. it wasn't new, but uh, when Sandy's movie came out, uh, it was at the top. And then Sandy's movie came out. It was Friday, June 16th, 2006, the opening mm-hmm. weekend. She was one of four other movies that came out. She was in third place <laughs> between her and the other movies. And for the new releases, uh, it was Nacho Libre who <laughs> did better. Ah, uh, but like Jack a Black. I know. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Is that the second one? This is the third one, I think. Okay. And I don't know, not seen any of them. I know. Uh, and then, and then they came in third, technically fourth, because Cars was number one. But gotcha for them. What was the other new one? Was there another new one or oh, no? Oh yeah, and I forget. Uh, it was. Because I haven't seen Nacho Libre. Either. Oh, it was. <laughs> it was Garfield: A Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> So they beat that one. But yeah, Good. so opening weekend, weekend gross, um, The Lake House made $13 million. Uh, They had a budget of 40 All of Sandra's movies are like $40 million, wow. which is odd. 
don't know uh, why I feel then, the need to write your number down, but I typically write down. I don't need to write it down. There's no point. Friends, you don't need to take notes. This is just for your enjoyment. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, so the Lake House made thirteen million, and then Fast and Furious um, made ten million more. They made twenty three million, and wow. then Nacho made twenty eight. So, and then Cars is holding state was had thirty three just that weekend. Yeah, how did it do overall? Uh, overall, domestic was fifty two million, so they did good. Yeah, make I guess. money. I don't know. Is that good? So well, they million? made a profit. Yeah, so good for them. Good for you, Sandy. So that's this little uh, box office for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we play oh. the trailer? Should we give them a little taste of um, yes. what this movie is Yes, I think about? we should. Let us watch a trailer now. Can this be happening? From Warner Brothers Pictures. This house is about connection. Comes a love. Even though this is clearly impossible, it's amazing. Without limits. How's your sunset? It's perfect. I only wish you were here to share it with me. And a place that reaches across time. Um, oh my gosh, there was a Sandy movie marathon on USA last night. Get out! What was showing? Two weeks notice. My aunt uh, the, texted me about Miss Congeniality. Is that what yeah. it was? Okay. Miss Congeniality, uh, The Proposal. I think those were the three awesome. that were playing. I was like, what? We Did you watch like, them? No. Okay. I was watching, I, I watched football. Who was playing last night? Uh, the Bengals played the Steelers. It was horrific. It was so bad. Like, is the Bengals that, were terrible. Just um, of, like, mean regular and pushing. Regular season or playoff? This is playoff. This was for wild card. Okay. And they were just really mean and, like, hitting people in the heads. Yeah. And it was not good. I like, saw everyone's some things, like, bad, bad sportsmanship kind of thing. So things. much bad sportsmanship. So that game was on, and I watched a little bit of that. And then um, the game before was the uh, Texans mm-hmm. played the Chiefs. And... Um, because whoever wins that could have gone and played the Patriots. And so, and ah. I watched it because I, I kind of love J.J. Watt. I think. And who does he play for? <laughs> he plays for the Texans. Okay. So, Mary, do you want to give us your uh, Twitter sum- summary of this lovely movie? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Sandy falls in love with an architect. Typical romance. But wait! He's two years in the past. Will they ever meet? Featuring Magic Mailbox. <laughs> That is super accurate. That is exactly what it is. Thank you. I remember back in the day yeah. in 06, um, I was a big fan of watching Conan. And um, he had a thing where, like, they just made fun of the lake house that summer. And they would just, like, cut to a mailbox randomly. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I'm, I should see if I can find some clips because they were kind of fun. <laughs> Not as good as, like, the Chuck Norris lever. Oh, but. Yes. It was solid. Yeah. Solid bit. Solid bit. Yeah, I, I like this movie. Like, I can't remember the first time I saw it. I, I did not see it in theaters, but I know I'd seen it before, and so I, I knew everything that was going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. But I do like it. Like, I know it's kind of cheesy, and we'll get into this more about the laws of time and space and time traveling yes. and beelines of, you know, alternate 1987, but it's just kind of, it's sweet, and it's cute, and, um, and I... I'm gonna say I'm very excited for when we watch Speed because I love Speed, the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> asterisk, the movie. Okay. Um, yep. And so I was very excited that these two were together again. Um, gotcha. Although, like, 
they're not really together a whole lot. And we're going to break this down, too, mm-hmm. about just the different times when they actually are together, acting together in the same place. Um, because most of this movie is just them writing letters to each other. And, like, talking um, out loud to each other, but you know it's in a letter. Yeah. Like, that yeah. Kind Which of I thought was a very... Obviously, you couldn't just have the whole movie of them standing at the lake house, like, writing yeah. letters and putting it in the mailbox and, you know. Um, so I thought it was a very interesting way that they did it, where they... At first, they were just going about their business and talking out loud about what they were saying. But then as the movie got on, then they were literally just, like, talking out loud to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like it. It's good. It's it's cute. Um, it's not, like, a, a funny movie. Like, it's not a romantic comedy. No. For sure. Um, there are, like, some funny lines, and S- Sandy says a few funny things. Yep. Um, like, and uh, Keanu, when they go to, like, deliver the uh, letter to her building, and it's not built yet. And then the brother's like, well, should we uh, ring the doorbell? And it's like pressing on the sign, (laughs) which is the picture of the building on it. So like Mm -hmm. stuff. So it was funny and I liked it. And um, yeah. Yeah. I think. So I I went to this in theater. um, Mm -hmm. Loved it. I'm pretty sure. um, I think Katie gave it to me for my birthday. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Like in the fall because like if if a movie releases in june you might get the dvd around october time which is right. my birthday so perfect right. timing so yeah i've been a fan of it and i feel like i watch it like at least once a year like <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies do you is it do you think it's like i i feel like it's a very fall winter movie obviously because that's the setting yeah you know that's when i that's when i would like to watch it i think mm-hmm yeah, so this came out in 2006. This was uh, after after Miss Congeniality 2, uh, which was after in 2005. Two. I know, okay. which is when very was surprising. Made? We'll get to one that later. One was made in but... 2000. Yeah. Okay. And so it was that. She had already done Crash. Um, mm. And then, yeah, Miss Congeniality 2 was 2005. This was in 2006. And then Infamous, which I don't, I've never heard. I don't know anything about that one. That's the one t- where she was... Um, Harper Lee, uh, right. to Toby Jones's Truman Capote. Does that sound right? Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, yeah. And so this was pre the proposal, pre the blind sides. This is pre Oscar. This is pre Oscar Sandy. Yeah. And she was good. And again, we can check the lonely box. Yes. She even gives a whole like little speech about how she and her uh, her mom is still alive in here, and she does kind of have you know friends at the hospital. She's mm-hmm. a doctor. It took some time because she is like. In a new place. Yes. She so she's kind of, place. like, getting familiar with it. So not a lot of mm-hmm. friends at the beginning, but you can yeah. tell, like, she, like, befriends her coworkers, that kind of thing. Right. So not as lonely lonely as some movies, but, yeah. There's a cat on my porch. Uh-oh. He's orange, and I, I name him Sebastian. I don't think that's his real name. What's that from? From nothing. I don't know. Little Mermaid? Just that guy? No, I just like the name. Sebastian Stan, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. But he kind of just walks around and just like, kitty. You can name him Pumpkin. Good kitty. <laughs> Take him in. Yeah. <laughs> that should also be a qualify, like one of our marks. Is there a cat in this movie? So no cat, but a dog. Which, uh, so that was like one of the scenes when she was talking to the dog while they were playing chess together. And, yeah. uh, and then Good she move. gives a little, yeah, she's talking to Keanu, but is saying, you know, like it's, it's, you don't realize how lonely you are sometimes and then you like you're sitting down playing chess with your dog and like it just kind of happens and you're like wait what yeah so, um i thought that was very interesting 
All right, so let's talk about the plot of this movie, which is, like, kind of confusing, but not really if you don't really think about the plot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just think of it as two people writing letters to each other who live in the same house just two years apart. Yeah. That's and so it's Sandra and Keanu and uh, Alex and Kate, and yep. they communicate through a, a magical mailbox. And possibly, I feel like a magical dog. I feel like Jack the dog has slight oh, magical totally. properties. Or he's got some some canine sense that is... Yeah, some intuition. Yeah. That the he's forces got must bring them all together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, these, they're in two separate timelines, but they obviously interact with each other through letters, and they're, like, shot at the same park, but obviously two years apart. They're just talking out loud, which yeah. is very interesting. Or, like, um, in the in the, in the the hospital waiting room. Yeah, yeah, so different things like that. Yeah. Um, so to kind of break it down, Mary, you're going to tell us all about Sandra, and then I'm going to talk all about uh, Keanu yes. and, and the characters. Sounds great. So the movie opens, and Sandra is packing up and moving out of the lake house and she just leaves a little note in the mailbox saying hey i'm leaving forward my mail if you get any um and then she goes uh moves into chicago and starts a job at the hospital there she is a doctor um yes and i think she's a pretty good doctor i have no i I don't know what i'm basing this on just i feel like she would be a good doctor so i feel like that means good on you in chicago right yeah what kind of doctor i don't think we know right she was well, talking to a kid that one time. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Yeah. And then her first day, I feel like she just does random things. Like, she needs to go get an MRI or something. Did you see... Okay, so when right when she walks in and she meets the doctor, her that kind of becomes her friend. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, the doctor's like, oh, we're short-staffed. Like, oh, this is Mr. Peterson. He needs to be taken down to MRI. And the one girl was like, well, it's going to be four hours. And the doctor goes, he could be dead in four hours. And the poor guy laying in the bed, like, crasses himself. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but I know he asked, like, am I going to die? And she's like, yeah. not if I can help it. Yeah, or something like, oh, like that. I don't, oh, no, of course not. Not, not no. today or whatever. Not I don't today, yeah. <laughs> and then um, she lives in Chicago. Her mother is also in the area. So they visit. They do lunch on occasion. And so lonely Sandra, but still has some family. Not sure yeah. orphan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, lo- and her loneliness is probably mainly because she's new to the city. Like, I think she'd been in Madison, Wisconsin before for residency and then just moving here. So, there's the Sandy setup. What is Keanu doing? Yes, so the first time we see Keanu, uh, Alex, is that he appears to be pulling up to the lake house immediately after Sandra has left the lake house. But it's Mm -hmm. not true. It's in the past. So, it confuses you. Um, So, Keanu comes and he's bought in this, this lake house. And... Uh, he has a dad who we meet a few times, who's Christopher Plummer, who is not who nice is at all. Captain Von Trapp, everyone, in case you've yes. forgotten. Yes, he's very Von Trappy, mm-hmm. and uh, he's not nice, very not mean. Nice. D- uh, like sees Keanu, but apparently has been after like four years and says nothing to him, just like yeah. and walks away. Um, he's got a brother Henry, who seems very sweet, and we learn who is younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learn that the mother and the father. Uh, we're very close and sweet together. And then as the dad's career, who was an architect, um, started to develop, he got more invested in his work and the mom had to take care of him more. And then she just couldn't stand and then she left. And then we mm-hmm. find out she dies. There's a really sad moment when Keanu is talking about his mom and his dad and says that 
his dad didn't go to his mom's funeral because the dad had told him that she was dead the moment she walked out the door. And it was like, oh my God, that's so sad. Yeah. So definitely some uh, problems. But uh, yeah, so Keanu's an architect, the dad's an architect, the brother's an architect. Um, Keanu has kind of taken a break from architecture, it sounds like, and is kind of doing like developing houses, kind of. Yeah. Um, that his father and brother kind of think is beneath him a little bit. But he has a good relationship with his brother. They talk a few times and things like that. So later on, we learned that Sandy's father got sick when she was younger and like he wanted her to be a doctor. So she she decides she wants to be a doctor based on that. And then he did pass away. While Sandy was in residency in Madison, she had a boyfriend named Morgan. A very sexy name, as we later <laughs> learned. I don't know what business he's in. Businessman. Oh, I think he's a lawyer. I think he's a he, lawyer. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lawyer. Um, and he, like, he was a good boyfriend, but he was, like, always leaps and bounds ahead of Sandra and, like, planning out their future. Like, after a week, he was planning for them to, like, spend the rest of their lives together, and she just wasn't able to do that. He's um, a grade A clinger. Yeah. So they're kind of, like, on again, off again at a couple points in the movie. And Keanu, he has kind of a girlfriend. You can't really tell. She definitely wants to be with Keanu. Uh, her name is Mona. And uh, she's kind of super annoying. And she shows up at the construction. I think she must work for the construction yeah. company or the developer. I think they work together. And she, like, shows up in heels. And he's like, you better get some boots. <laughs> like, I don't mm-hmm. know. She's also grade A clinger. And um, yeah. I, I don't really like her. She doesn't really have much purpose in the movie. No. So, but fun fact about Mona, mm-hmm. later she goes on to not really star, but she is in Wolverine opposite Hugh Jackman. She's his wife when he, uh, uh, what's the name? Wolverine Origins? X-Men Origins, Origins Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> it just has a super long title. Um, yes, she is Kayla Silverfox. Interesting. I did not, they just do not look alike at all. Yeah, I just would not picture Mona, like the annoying whatever girl. The yeah. only note that I had, which can be mentioned in your fashion moment later on, is that I liked her coat at the beginning. <laughs> like, it's like a really cute green plaid thing. Yeah. Uh, so okay. anyways, so the, the uh, Weiler, that's Alex's, Keanu's last name, his family of architects. And we learned that uh, the lake house itself uh, was built by his dad. His dad built it as a gift to his mom. Um, mm-hmm. And so we just want to take this time to talk a little bit about the lake house, the house itself. Yes. Um, which is it's... literally on stilts yep. over a lake mm-hmm. and all windows. Yeah. There are no curtains. And there's you... a tree coming up inside of it, like in the middle of it. And that's the one thing. Like, okay, so the movie's called The Lake House. They obviously a lot of spend time at the lake house. But you don't really get to see the lake house a lot. Like, I think you just see, like, the exterior of it. And you see, like, they're inside. And then a couple rooms. But yeah. it's just not, like, I just feel like I, I was like, re-watching this. I was like, oh, they don't really show the lake house a whole lot, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they show, like, that, um, the deck. And then there's one scene. Uh, like just the walkway to the lake house so kind of like yeah. a dock in a way uh, there's one cool scene where it's alex and his brother or keanu and his brother excuse mm-hmm. me and they're like chilling and drinking beers on top of it and like discussing oh, yeah. <laughs> this is um alex decides to do some renovations and put in like um um another dock so like the uh the backyard which would be the lake the lake <laughs> um just to have access to the lake because he says um uh, his father built it to be all about control and containment mm-hmm. and not yeah. connection. Right. Yeah. Okay, question. Would you want to live in the lake house? 
Well, it looks like there were no neighbors. Because if you think about it, it's almost like Big Brothery. Like, there aren't cameras all around, but it's all glass. Right. Right. But there's no one there to watch you. Right. I don't so, think that part would be the creepy part. I think it just looks like, in another context, like, this could be the setting for a horror movie. No, Party. don't say it. <laughs> Too late. Already out of my mind. Oh, take like, it back. it starts to, like, snow and stuff, and it's, like, dark, and he's, like, staring yeah. out the window in the snow. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so freaky. I would be so freaked out mm-hmm. 100% of the time. It's just, I would just, it would be fun to, like, look at, I guess. In the yeah. morning, it would be really pretty. Right, and, like, sunset like, and sunrise, yeah. I would be, like, something's going to get me. Like, that's how all yeah. the horror movies, I'm sorry. This could be rewritten as the lake house, and then with scary. I mean, it could be scary. It could be really creepy. Like if Keanu Mm. Reeves was a creeper, and then this girl is getting letters from him. Uh I'll make it stop. So obviously, in this movie, they're separated by two years. Keanu's in 2004. She's Sandra's in 2006. Um, but there are a few like crossover interactions where they send things through the portal of Mm -hmm. space and time. Um. So we're just going to kind of highlight. Nope, not down. One of the first interactions they have is kind of Sandy's test of the system to see if he's really two years in the past. So he's like, all right, if you're really two years in the past, we had a freak blizzard this April or whenever it is. So she sends him a scarf. And um, it's kind of funny because he like opens the mailbox and it's kind of starting to snow and then like the wind takes the scarf so he has to go chasing after it. And then you see him sit down with ramen and beer. And well, uh, Okay. I was like, couldn't tell if it was soup. I was like, who drinks soup and beer? Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So he's doing that. And then he does like one of the strangest sneezes I've ever seen filmed in oh, my man. life. It's so, so bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously this doesn't happen at this point, but he's, um, later on he does, does a cry. It's so yeah. bad. Yeah. So bad. Sorry, like, Keanu. Uh, I, he's not, like, I do like him. I think he's cute and handsome. Mm-hmm. I like speed. I don't know if I've said that already, but I'm going to say it again. Speed. <laughs> I, the movie. <laughs> speed the movie. Once again. <laughs> Asterisk the movie. <laughs> you know, he might not be the greatest actor, but um, mm-hmm. anyway, so bad sneeze, bad crying. Oh, such bad crying. Yeah. I think he writes back, like... You're right. Like, or can this be? Maybe that's when he says, "Can this be happening?" Oh, okay. Yeah, he replies with, "Can this be happening?" So, right. and then the mm-hmm. communication continues. Uh, another interaction that they have that is kind of sweet um, is that she writes him and says, "Can you do me a favor? One of my my favorite book is Persuasion, and my dad gave it to me before he died, and mm-hmm. I love it so much. And I I lost it. I left it at this train station at this date around this time. Can you please go get it?" And so he shows up. And at this point, they don't know what each other looks like yet. Yeah. Um, and so he shows up. And obviously, there's Sandra. She's got, like, long hair. Mm-hmm. And she's kissing, sucking some face with this guy. Morgan. And, Morgan. And uh, we look on the bench. And then there's a book sitting there. And mm-hmm. so, like, uh, she, her, so Keanu sees them, sees her get on the train, goes, picks up the bu- book, and then kind of, like, runs after yeah. her while she's on the train. Yep. And, like kind of waves to her because he obviously knows oh that's her she has no idea who he is uh, mm-hmm. you know past Sandra and so he's and then he writes her a letter and says I've got it I'll find a way to get it to you 
Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess, I don't know. We've already seen that the scarf can go back through time. Yeah. So I, why, don't, why do you think he just doesn't put the book in the mailbox and give it to her? Like, I'm not sure. Do we ever see anything besides a letter from him, like, through the mailbox? I don't think we do. He doesn't send anything through? No. But I feel like it's science-wise. He could have. Yeah. It yeah, should have like worked. Yeah. It should have worked. So, like, I don't know if he just wanted to try to... And then I thought, well, maybe he'll, he's going to, like, give it to her in person somehow. Like, he'll figure mm-hmm. out a way to get it back to her. She finds it later on in the floorboards of her apartment. Yeah. And, like, uh, and this kind of happens later. And so, obviously, during Keanu's time, the apartment hasn't been built yet. Mm-hmm. And so, do you think he just, like, he knew her address. Yep. I'm, so I'm, my guess just, is like, he knew the contractor. She's like, hey, right? can I get in there? <laughs> can I get in there and stick this under the floorboards? Yeah. So yeah, of apartment, whatever, whatever. Right. And that it, was like, I'm sorry, that's that. a real long shot that she would find that book. Because she lived in that apartment totally. for a long time. Yeah, I mean, at, at least, least two, two years. years. <laughs> and, and then to have to step on the right floorboard yeah. to know that it was loose and to then have the gumption to pry it up, to rip up your yeah. flooring. I mean, it was just one board, but still. And then to like, here's, this, I mean, I don't know. All, totally. it, was, it was all wrapped in paper and stuff uh-huh. to protect it and and then um so very interesting yes i don't know if that would have been the route i would have taken but right yeah because they do have a chance to meet in person uh mm-hmm. in the past and um this reminds me of doctor who the wonderful bbc sci-fi show because yes. they're just meeting at different times and so like in doctor who river knows all about the doctor before, and the doctor knows nothing about her Right. Like, she's lived their life kind of in reverse. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing. Like, Keanu shows up to this party thanks to the dog. Um, yeah. And uh, and she's there, but she doesn't know who he is. She knows nothing about him, but he, like, loves her. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little awkward because he's, like, kind of trying to get to know her. And he, like, asks her if she likes persuasion. And she's just like, what? Why would you ask me that? Yes, I love yeah. persuasion, but why would you say that? So they just kind of... And he's like, I just read it. (laughs) Yeah, I just, our friend just gave it to me or whatever. And uh, they have a, a, we found out it was Sandra's birthday Mm -hmm. and Morgan had thrown her this over-the-top surprise party, which she clearly was not down for. And And invited um, the whole neighborhood of like. Invited the whole town. Mostly strangers, I think. Yeah. Because he he was like introducing her to everybody at her party. Yeah. um, Which was overwhelming for her. So she goes outside and that's where Keanu Caesar and um so they have like a sweet little moment and that's where she talks about her dad who had died and mm-hmm. um talks a little bit more about her past and then they they share a sweet dance yep. uh in the backyard and a really like a really long it was just an interesting filmmaking moment just because they like dance but then it's just like oh then the hands are like around his neck <laughs> just like rubbing her back like it's yeah. just, like a slow-mo from like middle school proper dancing mm-hmm. to like to making out yeah so, it's really just th- a kiss oh Isn't it was it? a little bit longer than a kiss it really it was kind of an awkward kiss too like yeah. it kind of went on it was a lot of like together apart together apart <laughs> um <laughs> little kissing, and then they get busted. So um, fun fact: that, that year they won the Teen Choice Award for Best Lip Lock. No, I don't know oh. if it was this one or a different one, but that's hilarious. Oh, it's gotta be this one. I don't. What else could have? Yeah. Well, there's August one at the end. Yeah. 
but I'm not giving too much away, but we're going to give either. it away. <laughs> I know. Well, we're going to find out anyways. <laughs> uh, so they kiss, they get busted. Morgan and Mona are both standing yep. there staring at them. And then he just has to leave because it's not like yep. he can say, hey, you're going to fall in love with me in two years. Like, what do you say mm-hmm. to that? So, um, so he leaves. Yep. And then in 2006, Sandy is celebrating her birthday um, by drinking alone at the bar. And then her coworker, doctor friend, comes in, and she's drinking alone at the bar because her daughter just went to college in California, pre-med, not happy about it. <laughs> and, like, as they're talking, um, it kind of goes back and forth between the party scene and, and the bar scene. And Sandy, like, remembers it for the first time. Like, oh, that was Alex. I've met Alex kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting moment so then yeah because then sandy like in the next time we see them they're kind of like <clears throat> arguing they're having their first fight yeah she's just like why didn't you say anything why didn't you tell me that night that it was you and again he's like what was i supposed to say you just thought i was crazy yeah like there was no we, there was no way to go forward from there mm-hmm. they just had to wait which is um you know which is what the book persuasion is it's all, all about, about. yeah it's about waiting and timing and and um yeah waiting for the right moment with the right person mm-hmm. uh, there's a great scene at the party where they're sitting on the porch and she, he asked her like oh have you read persuasion and then she like l- said yeah i love it this is why and kind of like you know can we ever find love and like this very sad description of it and he yeah. just looks at her and goes why do you like that <laughs> that's terrible I know. <laughs> this is so depressing why do you like that book <laughs> But it's true. Persuasion is good. I don't can't remember. Did you have you read that one? Or is it I have. Uh, because of this movie, I've read Persuasion. But um, that was probably like when it came out, probably around 2006, 2007. So yeah. I don't remember a lot of it. Oh. I just re- I had read it and then I listened to it on tape. Oh, okay. Um, at work. I've and, um, watched uh, Speed since then. <laughs> just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Couldn't pass up that joke the end another book is featured in this movie as well we learn that keanu's dad christopher Plummer, captain von trapp is writing a memoir yeah. uh, i don't think julie andrews is involved at all yeah. um she could have been the mom a, we never met the mom that's Maybe true i mean the her name was mary poppins so it all fits together <laughs> yeah captain von trapp mary mary poppins and gave birth to keanu reeves i don't think so <laughs> no Okay, so Alex's dad, I think his name is Simon in the movie. Yes. He is writing a memoir. He has a heart attack. His dad being in the hospital um, kind of brings up his mother's death. So he's kind of like dealing with that again and telling Sandy about it. Mm-hmm. Sandy goes and looks in the hospital records um, and finds out that Alex's or Keanu's dad does die. And so she, um, as a way to comfort him and to help him through it, um, sends the book that is published probably that year uh, uh the memoir of mm-hmm. his dad and so he's he goes back to the lake house after his dad dies and like pages through it and there's a picture of him and his dad standing at the lake house mm-hmm. very sweet and that's yes. and this is where the bad ugly crying happens. yes i'm offended by keanu's violent crying i feel like hey it. his pop pop just died so could still cry with dignity I think I would have had him, like, just, like, touching the picture in the book and a few tears and a little just, like, deep breaths. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's 
was too it was too real for me Good handle too it. real yeah too real that's that so after, thing yeah, <laughs> that's the book uh and so one of the last interactions that they have um is that after kind of the dad dies mm-hmm. they're just kind of like let's try again like let's me let's do this yeah one time morgan came to town and he tries to get reservations at this very fancy restaurant or they just try to walk in and the lady's like we're booked till october yeah um and so keanu asked sandy where do you want to meet and she says that restaurant and so it's really cute like he shows up at the restaurant and like places um a reservation for two years in the future yeah and uh and so that's really sweet and then Sandra shows up and she has a reservation and the lady like when she hears who it's oh it's Wyler like she kind of gets excited because obviously this has been here for two years finally it's happening so Sandra shows up at the restaurant and gets seated and has a glass of wine and Mm -hmm. then you can she's kind of fidgeting she's definitely nervous yeah and poor Sandra sits there all night Mm -hmm. Keanu is a no-show and that's your you know, first indication that something's not quite right. So she writes this letter to him, and it's very sad. She's like, Mm -hmm. you didn't show up. You never came. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, don't give up on me. Like, let's try again. I'm something – I'm sure something just happened. Like, please, like, let's try again. And she's like, no, it's too late. The time has passed. Our time is over. Like, I need to move on. Like, please don't write to me anymore. I'm not going to write to you. Um, And that's very sad. So sad. yeah, but Keanu keeps writing. It's He fills the mailbox every day mm-hmm. with a letter. Here's my next question, though. Okay, so if he's putting all of these mail in the mailbox. Yep. What about the, is the post person never coming? Like, is the <laughs> mail person to ever come and get these letters? I'm just saying. That's a like, good the thing question. Is up, the flag is up. Yeah, where is the postal service in all of this? Granted, they're out in the middle of nowhere on a lake, but still. But. Like, he has to file other forms saying that he lives there, you know? Like, for his car, for his license, records. They yeah. show him at that residence. You Maybe he just... Maybe... Okay, how about this? Okay. Maybe he has a P.O. box. Well, then... But but then he... Why would he have a mailbox there? Anyway. It was just built with the original. I don't know. But she obviously put it in the mailbox. I don't know. Okay, here's my theory. Is that he's friends with the mail person and told him i'm putting letters in here don't take these but take the bills <clears throat> take the ones with stamps on them. <laughs> yeah just take the ones with stamps on or maybe it's a magical post box right and so maybe the mail is like invisible to people yeah or here's another theory <laughs> i've got laugh. <laughs> so okay i just I'm all about science fiction and fantasy and suspending disbelief, but I just, I like it when there are rules. Right. And so, so let's say he puts the letter in the mailbox. Okay. Yeah. I feel like when he puts the flag up, that signifies the time travel. And so when he, if he opened the mailbox again, I feel like there shouldn't be a oh, letter in like there. Oh, like in the I, cupboard with the lock and the key. Yeah. I like feel you like have the to turn it. Yeah. should automatically have moved into 2006. So the 2004 mailbox shouldn't be full. The 2006 mailbox should be brimming full. Because every time he, I think, right. Yeah. Or maybe she has to be on the other end. Maybe it's not there until she, I don't know. I can't decide. Let's put a camera in the mailbox and see exactly when the letters disappear. Okay. I have a GoPro. We can do this. All right. That sounds good. Let's do that. Okay. So Keanu keeps reading his letters. We see him kind of getting ready maybe to move out of the lake house and kind of move on mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And actually, there's one scene where he, like, just goes and hands Morgan the keys. Like, Sandy wants to rent this lake house from you. For, or from me. Sorry. <laughs> Sandy will love it there. Take her. Yeah, because the whole time she technically was renting it from him, but then maybe. Right. But that is one of my my questions is, is she renting from him this whole time? But yeah. at, at the same time, you like, he couldn't interact with her because... She hadn't met him yet, you know, through the letter. Like, you had to wait until that day in 2006. So, yeah. Sandy, um, in 2006, Sandy, she moves uh-huh. on. She gets back together with Morgan. Morgan gets a job in the city. And it's 2008 now. Um, yeah, we do some time jumping yep. again. And um, her and Morgan still living together. Um, they decide they want a bigger space, so they go... Um, look at renovating the house and they hire visionary vanguard which we know from a conversation with alex or keanu and his brother that that is the name of the architect company they want to start like that's their their dream company where they work together so they go there they meet with alex's brother what's his name henry henry they meet with henry and vanessa um and she's planning um a house in the city that's kind of reminiscent of the lake house with like glass panels lots of natural light um and as she goes to leave she turns and she sees this a, a painting of the lake house and she goes and she touches it and she caresses this painting she does. so much and she's talking yeah. to um, keanu's brother and she's like yeah like who did this and he's like my brother and does she say alex weiler no, I think I, I think he says my brother Alex Weiler. Did you know him? Oh, okay. Then she's like, yes. And then she's like, how is he? Can I get in touch with him? Still holding the corner of this picture frame. I like um, it. Time out. I like it how like while you're describing it, you're acting like you are reaching out and touching <laughs> the picture. Yes, I'm you're reaching this imaginary. Yeah, sorry. I'm rubbing the frame over here. Okay, time in. Okay, so she's doing this. And she's asking these questions, and she asks, like, how can I get in touch with him? And he's like, oh, he died um, two years ago today, actually, in an accident. And then it is, like, a forever long pause. Like, wait forever, and then wait a couple more minutes. Yeah. And then she, like, kind of starts forming a W. And then she says, where? Yeah. And then she just, like, takes off. Like, you don't hear an answer. And she yeah. takes off, and Morgan's like, wait, wait up, what's happening, blah, 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 blah. Okay, pause. <laughs> pause, because I don't think we talked about this part yet. Because, so, she says where, because one of the first scenes in the movie is her eating lunch with her mother in Daly Plaza. And yes. it's really hot, it was Valentine's Day, and while they're sitting there, somebody gets hit by a bus. And so she goes to save him, um, but she can't, and this poor guy dies. And mm-hmm. that's when she makes her first trip to the lake house because the doctor tells her when horrible things happen, just go get as far away from here as you can. Go to the place where, that you love the best, that you feel most like yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's when she goes to the lake house and gets the first letter from Keanu. Yes. And, um, and so she kind of, that's when she's like piecing them together. That was Valentine's Day. That was two years mm-hmm. ago. It was in Daly Plaza. So she realizes that it was Keanu who died that yeah. day in her arms. Yeah. In her last letter where she's like, I'm breaking this off, she explains. Like, the only reason oh, yeah. I came to the lake house was I was eating lunch with my mom. <laughs> like, the whole thing again. Yeah, yeah. I was she tells the whole story. Yep, she tells the whole yeah. story. And, like, he died at Daily Plaza. And, like, uh, yeah. 
So he, he just doesn't, remembers yeah, because her that. last letter, because he was always looking for another place that she could be where he could meet her. Because yeah. he didn't know how to really to find her. Yep. And so, yeah, so he had the letter right there. Like, he, because... He goes um, back to the lake house and, like, digs in the attic for the box. Back in, it's weird, because it's, like, now it's 2008 <clears throat> for her, but now it's 2006 for him. Right. And so he's, like, talking with his brother, and he's, like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. It's so hot out. Like, I think I'm going to go yeah. have a Valentine's Day plans. And then, like, something sparks in his memory, and he was, like oh my gosh, she was there. Mm-hmm. So that's why he runs to the lake house and goes, gets the letter to find out where she was and what time and things like that. And then so this is where the time travel gets a little jumpy because then in the right. past, he'd gone and stepped into the street because he had seen her. Yep. And and that's how he got hit by the bus. But this time, she tries to prevent that. Yeah. And she goes to the lake house. And writes a letter saying, wait, I'm here. I'm at the lake yeah. house. Wait two years. Yeah. Don't come. Go, yeah. Don't go into the street. Don't come after me. Just please just wait. I'm here. Come now. Mm-hmm. We're seeing like her time and his time at the same time. Yeah. So he's like standing on the street and it looks like he's going to walk into the street. Yeah. But then the bus just goes by. Mm-hmm. Another speed reference. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then he waits. And then she's crying. It is, like, a really sad scene, yeah. like, when she's, like, kneeling on the ground, like, mm-hmm. holding on to the mailbox and just, like, sobbing, crying. Because she was like, oh, my God, he died. He loves me. So-. And that's when she finally writes in that last letter, like, I love you. I've never been able to say it before, but yeah. I do. I love you. Like, please wait for me. Come to the lake house. Mm-hmm. And and there he comes in his turtlenecked glory. Yes. And um, and she's like, you waited. Yeah. And they embrace. Mm-hmm. And they walk into the lake house. Yep the end so the i guess i don't know it's just it's a little time traveling because obviously if he was never there this is my one problem yes with time travel, i think i agree with you because on this one. i feel like time is like you know it's a it's a circle maybe i don't know where it's like the only reason that she wrote that she goes to the lake house is because he dies at right. the very beginning. And so if he never dies, she never goes to the lake house. Exactly. And she had just talked to his brother who said that he was dead. Uh-huh. And so now all of a sudden, like... Right. Her alive? mind would be, like, have to right. erase and, like, rewrite so much of the past two years. Right. Or, like, Which is very confusing. At least and the like, last the- couple hours. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and there's only one other instance where they kind of make it happen is at one point she's writing a letter and talks about how much she misses the trees. And so he goes to her building, which has yet to be built yet, yeah. and plants a tree. And then she's like, and then it's her time again. And she's like, she dropped her keys and she's like grabbing her keys mm-hmm. and, and the rain. And all of a sudden, boom, tree is there. Yeah. So that's kind of a similar thing because everyone wouldn't, no one woke up the next day and was like, where did that tree come from? Yeah, exactly. They just kind of accept it as canon. So... Yeah, I, that's my only real problem with the sciency part of this movie is mm-hmm. that that's the thing. Like, the catalyst for her doing this whole thing was him dying. So that's my only problem. Like, he maybe should have just died. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if it were a different show, like, if he would have not been hit by the bus, I think there would have been some purple smoke by the mailbox and Sandy wouldn't be there anymore. You know? Right. She would just be gone. Yeah, and I was reading some reviews and stuff online, and they were like, the past can change the future, but it's real hard for the future to change the past. And But I don't... Right, you know I mean? yeah. So, 
I yeah, I don't I don't know if that one really works out, but uh, it's still good. It's still cute. Mm-hmm. It is it's, it is an interesting way because like the first time you watch it, like you don't think that that's Keanu that dies in the first ten minutes of the movie. No, not at all. Because so, you haven't yeah. have you met him yet? Uh, I guess you have a little bit. You have a little, yeah. So it's just it's very it's very interesting. But mm-hmm. hey, they make it work. Yep. Here's the fashion report for the lake house. Um, Sandy in 2006 is styling a bob. Um, and she kind of wears like a kind of a, a when she's not doing scrubs and like business yeah. professional as a doctor. She's kind of a bohemian, like free flowy empire waist cardigans and jeans girl. Yeah, I really liked her uh, 2004 birthday outfit. I thought it was super cute. Oh, she had, yeah, like, a jeans sparkly tank and the Cardi. Top and, yeah. Like, yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, that was good. And uh, 2004, she has bangs and long hair. 2006, mm-hmm. she has bangs and short hair. <laughs> a really choppy, like, bob. Yep. Uh, uh, there's one bob. fun part where, like, when she's digging for the scarf. No, when did she say bad hair year? Oh, it was when he uh, she forgot the book. And they're like oh, yeah. in the letter he after he picked up the book. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, that was a bad hair year. I enjoyed that line. Um, and then for Keanu, he's very like straight out of Land's End, like some flannel plaids, um, jeans, and he wears puffy vests. And puffy vests. he wears lots of like, I guess he's some business stuff with the collared shirts. He really likes to rock this turtleneck with a blazer. That's his okay. go to party. He wears a turtleneck at the party, and he wears a turtleneck at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't really like it. I do not like turtlenecks on dudes, on ladies. I just I just mm. don't think it's a very flattering look. I, I think it hinders his masculine jaw from really shining forth. Hmm. So, yeah. Because there's other parts, though, where he's just wearing, like, a white T-shirt and, like, a blazer, which looks really good. Yeah. He knows how to wear a blazer. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I kind of liked his I'm a contractor look with the yeah. puffy vest and the yeah. plaid shirt underneath. I like that look. Like a rolled up Henley. And yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a fan good. of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's in the, in like the last scene, Sandra has this really cool red peacoat. Very nice long red yep. peacoat. Yeah. So, Iconic. So that's the fashion report. And you also <laughs> liked um, Mona's jacket early on. Yes, I like Mona's jacket. It was cute. Yeah. I would have taken that. I don't like the boots because then she, like, buys boots. Yeah. Not cute. Not, no. Not by today's standards. Not cute. Do you want to give this this movie some reviews from us? Yes. What do you think? What are you going to give it? I give this movie four and a half red scarves. Whoa. Yes. Delightful. Like, while you're sleeping, like, mm-hmm. it's a great movie and it's, it doesn't have these, like, little nuggets that, like, stick with you and make you, like, think about, like, wait what like this movie like the only thing that bugs me is like was she renting from him like those (laughs) weird questions like how is this happening is the dog magical like how does he know to run away from keanu to morgan that one day uh i think i'm gonna give it uh three secret hollow floorboards (laughs) (laughs) just because i do like it like i enjoyed watching it it was cute um the, the the science bothers me and yeah. the crying. Keanu's crying. I feel wow. like, hey, he's grieving. I'm going to give it to him. I know. Okay, okay. Um, but it is good because at the end you really don't. You're like, oh, he's dead. Oh my yeah. So it was good. It was a good twist. So. Yeah. 
Like the first time you watch it, it's like you have. I had no idea. Like, and I'm not one to like guess the plot of things. Yeah. I try. I don't know if I try not to do it, or else I'm just like really slow when it comes to <laughs> processing things. Like I hadn't thought of it. I wonder what the like because this was based off of like a Korean book or movie or something like that. I wonder yeah. what that one, what that one's like. It would be. Interesting I know. I wonder if it's it's called Il Mare. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if it's on net like any of the streaming services. I wonder if you could see it. I, I never checked it out, but I don't know if we mentioned this earlier. But like another like subtitle for the Korean movie. Um, like, its translation is Time Transcending Love, hmm. which is very touching. Yes. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. So sweet. So, uh, now you've heard what we thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went on Amazon and found some reviews of this movie. Mary, do you want to do five stars or one star? I will be like the five do? star. I enjoy being right, the five you, star. You, I know you do. I, I'm so much, so cynical. I know. So, this is five stars. Romantics Rejoice by Amazon Customer on August 24, 2006. So, shortly after this came out. Yeah. Are they even able to buy it on DVD at that time? Probably not. My goodness, wow. It came out in June. So yeah, they they pre, they pre bought it like ahead of time. That's impressive. I think she maybe just watched in the movie and then wrote a review on it. I don't know how this works. We don't know how Amazon reviews work. Okay. Oh, no, these ones are long, but okay. worth it. Okay. I saw all the big movies of the summer of 06, but the only movie I went to see twice was The Lake House. I've been a Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves fan forever, and I've been waiting for them to reunite since Speed. This film does not disappoint. Their affection for each other is obvious, and their chemistry sparkles even through the separation of time and place the story invokes. Wow, this is beautifully written. End of side note. This is a beautifully crafted, acted, and visually stunning movie that takes you back to old-fashioned romance through an old-fashioned form of communication, letter writing. Hollywood and the world in general seems to have become too cynical to produce many stories as sweet and deeply touching as this. God bless Bullock and Reeves for believing in this project and letting us revel in a true love story. I don't know if this film would have worked without them, but thankfully we don't have to find out. <laughs> it is worth watching for them alone. I can't think of any other on-screen couple in recent memory that shine in each other's presence like they do. So grab a loved one or a best friend, a box of Kleenex, and settle in for my favorite film of the year. Whoa. Oh my goodness. Okay. That review I was amazing. I, I don't, like, okay... I know I've said I I don't know how much chemistry they had in this movie. They're not around a whole lot together, I guess. Right. And the scene at the party was cute. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Right. You I just see them together one time. They have good the back and forth like conversation. Yeah. Like their conversations are interesting, funny. Right. I don't know if it's great. It's not as intense as it was in Speed. Right. When Keanu had buzzed hair and just wore a white T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the dog is named after his character in Speed. <gasps> yeah, because they were Jack and Annie. There you go. So this is the O oh, One Star Review mm-hmm. uh, by Boo, Boo Radley on March 14th, 2014, entitled Bad. Very bad. <laughs> so very bad. <laughs> this is so much worse than I had imagined. I thought it might be a guilty pleasure, but it was really more of a punishing slog. Firstly, the overlapping time dimensions are accepted as inevitable by both parties, but never questioned. Are we really supposed to believe that Kate, a doctor, (laughs) never questions a temporal anomaly, anomaly that allows her to send mail two years into the past? And who arranges this? God? The gods? A sentient universe? Cupid? (laughs) 
Secondly, if you're thinking, well, the premise sucks, but with Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves in it, it can't be all bad, right? Think again. It is indeed all bad. Both of them seem depressed most of the time. It's not clear what they see in each other. Kate barely cracks a smile. Keanu's father, Captain Von Trapp, spoiler, <laughs> is horrible, and then he dies. And finally, what the heck happened to the dog? Did she go and live in the woods? Did she go on to unite more couples divided by mysterious time warps? Is she Doctor Who? Maybe that's it. Maybe the dog. Maybe Doctor the next Who. dog is, or the next Doctor is the dog. Is the dog? Oh god. Okay. Uh, back to review. This is basically one of those Hallmark movies you watch at lunchtime while studying for exams because you need a break from thinking while you eat your ramen noodles and procrastinate. What I recommend is that you eat your ramen noodles in silence, ace your exams, and go on to lead a happy and fulfilling life in your chosen career without overburdening your finite imagination with this joyless schlock. You know End what, of review. You know what I recommend for uh, this Boo Radley here? That, that they, uh, they concentrate more on writing their papers than uh, <laughs> writing really long reviews on Amazon. Right? I mean, I Although just I did enjoy it. Would... Thank you, Boo Radley, for writing Thank this you, review. Thank, Thank you for you. this. I just don't know if I ever care about or dislike something so much to write a review. Except for this podcast. I mean, you guys should write reviews of this podcast. It's awesome <laughs> you like it. Yes. Whoopsies. Anyway, well, we just want to say also, you got that, right? Thank you for yeah. listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. Oh, <laughs> that that came out real close to thank you. Okay, I know, um, right? I'm trying to think of anything else that. Oh, to comment on this. So do you, okay. Here's the next question. Okay. So they probably move into the lake house together, right? We assume. Yes. Um. So do you think they ever try the mailbox again to see if it works? Oh um, yeah. Or. What I mean. Mm-hmm. Has the mailbox always been special? Is it because the dad like built the house for the mom? And then the whole time, the dad was just trying to go back in time to that place where him and his wife and his kids were all happy together at that lake house. That's my prediction, is that mm. Von Trapp did it. And then he got so grouchy. I feel like... And then the rest of his life, he just dedicated to trying to um, figure out the lake house and how to get back there. I feel like it would have been, like, the mom's power and presence that would have made oh. the mailbox magical and not um, Von Trapp. Because, like... I don't know. He seemed like he was already kind of hard, cynical. Um, but, like... Yeah. She not at the beginning, though, it didn't sound like. I don't know. Nah. Really? Yeah. It didn't sound all that great. But he built the lake house for her as a gift to her. Right. I don't know. Anyhow. You you let us know. What, what are your yeah. thoughts, your feels? I'm trying to think. There's another movie. What is it? Oh, it's The Time Traveler's Wife, which is very similar not similar, but kind of similar, where it's like he, she is in love with him, and he's never met her, basically. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. And there's one line where she says something like, um, or he asks her, like, why do you love me or whatever, when they kind of are in their meeting in the middle phase. And she was like, I never had a chance. Like, I've known you since I was a kid. Like, you were always in my mind. Like, you were always there. Of course, how could I not love you kind of a thing. Yeah. So I feel like it's the same kind of thing, like, there was no choice. They were always there. Of course, they were going to love each other. Right. But Sandy oh, did have a choice because she had Morgan. And, like, she's with Morgan, Morgan in the end. not a choice. He was the worst. He <laughs> asked her to turn down her TV show that she was watching 
That deal too. breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Says the two single girls. So, uh, I don't know. Can you think of anything else? Nope. Let's shut it down. Shut this <clears throat> down. Um, well, call out for emails. If you mm-hmm. want to email us, talk to us. We're very nice. You can email us at allmymoviespodcast at gmail or give us a Twitter shout out too. We like the tweeting. So. Mm-hmm. And that is at allmymoviesshow. Right. Show. So, uh, Mary, do you want to leave us with some final thoughts? Yes. Straight from the movie poster, guys. How do you hold on to someone you've never met? Thank you for listening to the All My Movies podcast. Remember to review, subscribe, and follow Erin and Mary on Twitter at All My Movies Show. <laughs> <laughs>